Welcome again, everybody, uh, to meeting two. Um, agenda item 22, apologies. Yeah, so we've got transport and Paul Martin. Okay. Declarations of interest. I'm saying. Saying. Redline Bowling Club and Personal Interest in Park Lane. Uh, personal Interest in Park Lane. <coughs> personal Interest in Park Lane and reserve the right to announce any other interest should it crop up during the agenda.
product other than that. Uh, Lynn sends her apologies, but for the obvious, the obvious reasons, there's no point in having both of us uh, here tonight. Can I just send congratulations to both of you two as well? Well done. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. I've got one question for you. You probably know from social media that there's a rumour flying around the town that Cheshire West and Chester are going to build 500 homes on Saltworks Farm. Can you <laughs> tell us when buildings are going to start, please? <laughs> well, if they are, they haven't told me. Um, the obvious points to make in relation to this are any development of that size you'd expect to have been covered in either the existing Vale Royal local plan or the emerging part two local plan. I'm not aware of any proposals to suggest that as a housing site. You've also got to bear in mind that Frodsham, in comparative terms, is, small, is short of recreational space. So if recreation space was to be taken for housing, one would expect a very high hurdle to have to be passed before that would be uh, possible. So I put all of those different bits and pieces of the jigsaw together and suggest to you that I think it's unlikely that any would be, will, will be putting that forward as a, as a credible proposal at this stage. And if they have, uh, they haven't told me yet. Okay, thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Anybody else got a question for Andrew? Oh, can I just say, uh, Tom, I have reported in the St Lawrence Churchyard and the uh, issues over the planters as well. Hopefully we'll get an answer in due course in relation to those. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Andrew. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right, Neil, now, how are PCSO Neil Flanagan? Excuse me, Jill Ballard, I'm going to send a request to speak tonight because I sent an email after the last meeting. I don't remember receiving an email. Well, I sent it after my, uh, after I left this meeting last week. I sent an email straight away to you to say that I'd like my opportunity to speak at this meeting tonight, please. Is it an item that's on the agenda? Not tonight's agenda, no, but previous. Oh, well, can, can we just... I haven't seen an email. Listen to um, our PTSO first and then we'll look at what time we've got left for public speaking. Okay. Um, good evening everyone, I'll keep this as brief as possible. Um, we've had some parking issues recently, particularly yesterday um, up at the community centre. Um, there was an event, a, a major dance competition which I was totally unaware of um, and I wasn't happy that I'm not aware of it, I'd like to know what's going on. Um, I've spoken to the event organiser, I've passed on my details and asked her to engage with me at, at the earliest opportunity so that next year if the, the competition is held we won't have the same issues and I'll be a presence there for, for the duration of the, the event. Um, we're also experiencing some issues on um, outside St Luke's um, Church um, and this was evident over the weekend. A couple of um, vehicles were issued with advisory notices on Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm a bit loath to issue fixed penalty notices to, to, to any vehicle if I can avoid it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if I have to, I will do one. At the dance competition, one, one vehicle was uh, given a fixed penalty ticket. There could have been many more, but we managed to get those moved. But it's not the sort of thing that I want to be sort of firefighting, I want to be able to, to deal with it before it happens. So, um, so that's, that's just an ongoing thing. Again, we had, uh, there was the market at the parish hall on, uh, on Saturday and we had a vehicle 
parked in the, the side road by Costa Coffee, actually blocking the fire exit of Costa Coffee, and again, that was issued with a, a, a ticket. So we're just seeing an increase in, in parking issues at the moment, so we're looking to address that. So. Can I just nip in there, Neil? It must be terribly difficult for you when the people of St Luke's were specifically asked not to park on the pavement. Yeah. Uh, we know it was a very busy, it was a communion, um, and it's all children making their first holy communion, but it must be terribly disappointing <coughs> when you're assured that they're not going to park on it, and then you get complaints coming over the phone. I must have had five complaints yeah. when I got I mean, back. I see a lot on Facebook, uh, I, I won't lie, you know, I'm, I'm on the Frodsham Facebook page. A lot of what I see is incorrect. You can park on the pavements, the highway code states that they shouldn't park on the pavement, not that they mustn't. If it states mustn't, then there's legislation behind it. If it says shouldn't, then it's an advisory. In London, you can't park on the pavements. The rest of the country, you shouldn't, but it's not. there's no law to go against it. What we say is you have to get a pusher or a wheelchair passed. If that's not the case, that becomes a clear obstruction for which I and my <coughs> colleague will have no hesitation in issuing fixed penalty tickets for. Um, summer ward walks. I've put in my diary for summer ward walk dates. Um, well, I've put two dates, but for two different times on each date. Sunday the 16th of July, I'm going to do one at one o'clock in the afternoon and one at six o'clock in the evening. And then Saturday the 22nd of July at four o'clock and at seven o'clock. But I haven't put the wards in. I want to leave that to yourselves, because one date or one time may, may not suit. So if you could go through Hazel, if that's all right, and just let her know, and then I'll try and get what suits everyone. Um, I'm on that day, so it, both do, those days. It doesn't bother me as long as I cover all four wards within those dates. We held a residence meeting here at Castle Park House for Castle Ward, where we had members of the public and town councillors, representation from Cheshire West localities and street scene, along with myself and my colleague. The meeting was very productive and it allowed residents to have their say on a number of, of key issues, both police related and council related. It was a, a really good discussion, very positive, and um, I'm looking to hold the next one, that's for Overton and Five Crosses Ward, um, on Thursday the 21st of September, and that will be at 6.30pm. I'm hoping to have it at Frodsham Church of England School, but I haven't asked permission from them yet, so I'm going to them on Wednesday to ask for permission, but I'm, I'm sure they will do their best to accommodate, uh, and I'll pass that on as soon as I know. Um, vehicles. This isn't residence vehicles, this is my own vehicle, or police vehicle. As some of you may know, I've um, been getting the train a little bit to, to Frodsham um, recently, from Chester. Um, we've been encouraged by our supervision to try, where possible, and use public transport rather than take a police vehicle. This, in my opinion, hinders the role that I do within the community and that of my colleague, John, who covers Hellsby. We, um, we want to be as effective as we can, and this isn't a case that I want to drive around in a police car or an unmarked car for, for my shift. I like walking, that's what I do in my spare time. But I want to be effective in one, being here as quickly as possible, and then two, if I Frodsham and the surrounding area is a big area to cover and it's not possible on foot, bike isn't really practical. We need our own vehicle. And I am I've had a conversation with my sergeants 
um, yesterday about the situation. He's fully aware of it. He's very supportive. But this is powers that be above him. What we're looking to do, myself and John, are currently looking at the possible solution to alleviate the issue is maybe get, trying to get some funding from somewhere to provide our own sponsored vehicle. So it would be a liveried vehicle with police on, but sponsored by whoever. I know that they're, they're looking in other areas at having sponsored vehicles, maybe from businesses or councils. So we're looking at, at, at that at the moment, so we'll keep you posted on how that goes. Snipping in on that as well, would it do any good for us as a council to write to the powers of B and say how we back you 100% that this isn't the way that our PCSO should be working? I think he'll say he needs to get on his bike. <laughs> yeah, but they want yeah. you also to be able to get to Kingsley, Sutton Weaver and yeah. everywhere else yeah. in a short space of time. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense in no. my book. It's, but, yeah. um, it our, our job isn't being made easy at the moment. So. Um, I can't say one way or the other whether you should or shouldn't. I obviously I'm employed by Cheshire Police, and I don't I don't want to lose. I don't want to rock the boat. But I, I'm just. Yeah, I but like saying that Crotton Town yeah. Council pay towards your wages. So yes, I think we yeah. should have a voice that says we are happy at the way yeah. that your time's being spent yeah. because you are. Well, you know, a case in point: when we get the train, like Saturday night we were on till ten o'clock, but just after eight o'clock we're looking to get the train back from here. To, to Chester, and then we have to walk from Chester to, to Blake, and it's, it's a good hour and a half each yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, really just you know, mirroring totally what Mally has just said there. I mean, yes, we contribute to your post, etc., etc., and I'm not saying that that should give us carte blanche to decide what you do, but I think, you know, we hand that over to the professionals, but I think that we should write to your superiors to say that we, you know, honestly do not believe that this is the right way to go about things. Yeah. Another solution what we've asked for is possibly look at myself and my colleague actually booking on duty at Frodsham Police yeah, Station yeah. again and having a dedicated vehicle just for yeah. Frodsham Police I, Station. I, I'm, I must admit, I never really subscribed to the idea of you booking on in Blake. And, yeah. You know, I can understand you're all having to be there, but surely with technology now, you could, you know, be on a laptop or, yeah. or Skype yeah. or and we do whatever. Have you know, uh, I know, I know Councillor Alton, the Mayor, wasn't at the last PMP meeting, but when your superior came and told us about funding, etc., he said that that type of booking on at Blaken was going to be reduced yeah. to just yeah. doing it at the beginning of the week and the end of the week for morale purposes. But that... that there's, there's an issue around that, and I won't go in now. No, so okay. I appreciate apologies. That, that couldn't happen. I think we as a yeah. I think we as a council should be looking to writing and saying that um, while we agree with everything that you do, or we're very blessed with you, mm. that we need to say that we're not in agreement with the way that you come to Frodsham or that you can travel outside Frodsham. Yeah, thank you. Have yeah. you got uh, enough there, Hazel, to put your letter together? Don't we have a van that could be used? Councillor Pennington. Yeah, I, 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 I got one better than that. Mm. We've had a meeting once, nothing to do with you, Neil. We've had a meeting once and they told us a lie. Let's get them back. Never mind writing, because when you write it, they tear it up, throw it in the waste paper basket. I'm telling you, we're paying nearly 12,000 or more to have this lad here doing our job. Let's have a mere chair. 
invite them in to a meeting at half past six at night? That's the answer. What, so anybody else think that? George a letter first and then invite them? Or? I think the letter could go with the invitation to come and talk to us. I don't want to put these. I don't want to put these lads in a funny predicament and yeah. say this and say that. Let's ask them because they told me lies last time about the police station. Let them come in here. Yeah. I, I, I don't I think we should have to worry about getting the guys in trouble because I mean, you no. know, any boss that's worth his salt is going to listen to his staff, isn't he? Exactly. You know, and they're the guys that are out on the ground. So I don't think you know that we have to worry that we're going to get. Uh, I wouldn't want to worry that we're going to get. With the greatest respect, we've got a van, but we can't use that van because it's got to be a police marked vehicle yeah. and not a van. Or else otherwise, we'd be saying, yeah. "Okay, Neil, when the our facilities manager is not using it, yeah. you can use ours." But that isn't technically okay. or insurable. Let's move forward. Yeah. 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 Let's. Let's yeah. Before we leave, Neil, then just briefly, very briefly. Thanks again for the residents meeting, although it was not, you know, there wasn't hundreds in here, I think the people that came along, and I'm sure I speak for the other ward councillors, it was very, very good, especially the having the chance to talk to the people from Cheshire West and hear what their plans were and what effects that could have on us uh, in, in the future. So thank you very much for setting that up. It was a good, okay. good useful evening. So what we're doing with that now, Hazel is going to draft a letter, setting out our concerns and inviting yeah. Uh, the council yes, and speak to the game. Yeah. Hazel, <coughs> hey, so you circulate that draft for people to comment on. Okay. Um, I, I'll cut it short because. Sorry, Neil. Just one gentleman wants to ask a question about that. Hey. Yeah. yeah. What a pathetic bunch you are. There's a man here trying to arrange some transport. He's a policeman, Gil Cosby, and he has to arrange his own transport. Well, and you are going to send somebody a letter. Is that the best you can do? Well, what do you expect us to do? do Councillor just said that they pay Neil or pay him to the fund twelve thousand a year. Yeah. Yes. yes. Why aren't they giving us something towards this man's time? Why aren't they arranging transport? Well, they do. We pay enough tax. Okay. And okay. you lot are going to send him a letter. Well, is that really the best you can do? Well, it is above our pay grade. We don't have the official. It's Cheshire West and Jester that has the official. I'm sorry, but Neil does a great job in the community. He deserves a bit more than a letter. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we deserve better than somebody standing up and saying we're oh, yeah, yeah. I take offence at that. I don't care what you do. Well, that's obvious, isn't I'm it? I'm telling you now, I deserve better as a Frodham resident. Well, then you like to. Thank you to the gentleman for the kind words about myself. Um, I enjoy my job, I love what I do and I love serving project. The town council have always been very supportive of what I do. I believe I've, 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 I've been on some other councils at other places where I've, I've been a PCSO and they've not been so supportive. So I do appreciate what you do for me. The issue of vehicles is not a town council issue, it's a, an issue for me. I'm just raising it really 
to make you aware that it, it is an issue, it is causing myself and my colleague a, a bit of an issue at the moment. We're trying to, to work around it. I don't mind getting the training times. There are times when actually it's, it's not too bad, I don't have a lot on. But my diary on a daily basis is pretty chocker with things and it means I've got an appointment somewhere there and somewhere there right afterwards and it's, it's one of those, so it's a bit of a logistical nightmare. But I just wanted to, to raise it and just say, this is an issue that I'm facing. Any support you can give is great, but it's for me really to deal with and it's, it's a police, police matter. Um, I'll put it short, just to say, I've only got one police surgery booked in for next month and that's on the 5th of June at Costa Coffee. But I think that's because I haven't spoken to Hazel about once for for here, but I'll, I'll catch up with you again. Well, thank you again for your time. Just, oh, sorry, what time, yeah. Uh, one till two. Just as a personal note, I'd like to thank you for all the support that you gave me as mayor last year, and I know that Alan will get the same support yeah, as you get. Alan and I have already had a conversation, I'm happy to Great. support the same okay. way, so thank you. Thanks to all. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers, mate. Right, uh, we now have Mrs. Alberson to talk about Harry Lane. We did speak to Mrs. Alberson before the meeting and suggest that she might be better going to a committee rather than coming to full council and we just needed to speak to the um, chairs. chairs of environment and community to decide which is the better community which is the better committee for it to go to. And then okay. I will be in touch with that. Okay. Um, Mrs. Scott to talk on membership of committees. Thank you. Um, I also very briefly uh, have the permission to speak on, very briefly, on item 28.2, resolution 3. Um, going to what I wanted to say about committees, um, I'm trying to put this as diplomatically as I can. Um, first of all, I don't think that the chair of PMP should also be the chair of the council. I think it contradicts and causes a conflict with complaints policy. Obviously, this is something I think that you need to consider. The second thing is that I want to be considered, I don't know if you've ever been to one of those dinner parties where the person next to you moves round between every course, just, just so you mingle a bit more and get a bit more of a mix. And I appreciate that a lot of councillors have other outside interests, but I just wonder whether to stop any perception of cronyism and nepotism then maybe there should be a little bit more of a mix. So, that's all I want to say on that. Now, what is the other one? 28.2. I noticed that PMP, was it PMP you discussed the role of the mayor? Um, and I did do a little bit of looking at other councils. At other councils' policies about um, the role of the mayor, and I wonder if you would feel like sort of tightening things up a little bit. For example, I mean, I know you've all seen my email at the weekend, 
that some councils are a little bit more prescriptive in terms of what the mayor can or cannot do and how much admin support a mayor may or may not have. And I just wonder, as a council, you might want to consider just tying things up a little bit more and putting a little bit more detail in Appendix A. Um, really, really quickly, this is not on the agenda, I just want you to know that I personally have no personal vendetta. I do have a campaign, though, and my campaign, I guess, is about openness, transparency, and not saying one thing and meaning another. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Um, we now have, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, the lady from Overton Store. Jill Ballam. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you. <coughs> I'm Jill Ballam from Overton Village Store on Hillside Road in Frodsham. Most of you probably already know me. Firstly, I would like to apologise for my outburst at the last council meeting. I didn't mean to tar everyone with the same brush, but I do feel very strongly about the actions of certain people on this council. As a resident of Frodsham, I shall be allowed to have my two minutes to state my concerns. And as an ex-registered nurse working in the health service for 17 years, I would never leave the job until I felt I could do so and gave a lot of my time unconditionally to whoever needed it. And I feel the same about FTC councillors. But if you wish to become a member of FTC, then the same rules should apply. You should give your time unconditionally to whatever needs are necessary. And cutting short a fellow councillor or a member of the public when they feel they have something to contribute, I think is both rude and unacceptable. But the issue I would like to discuss tonight is one that's been going on for a long, long time now, and it's the Forest Hills development. Residents of Overton area are still suffering noise, criminal damage, litter from events held at the View Nightclub despite a planning application being given by the planning inspectorate last year. My issue here is why is FTC getting involved in what is perceived to be a personal issue between Tracy Footit and the hotel? I know there is a land issue, but surely the law states that if anybody has nurtured a piece of land for over 12 years, they do have an automatic right to declare it as theirs. It does not seem to me and other people in the Overton area that the land in question has any effect on access to the memorial site. And as for FTC threatening a court injunction if development start, who is paying for it? I did receive an email a while ago whilst debating on social media that stated, why should we allow this application to take place just so that you can have a quieter life or I can have a quieter life or residents of Overton can have a quieter life? Our argument is that Crummers Lake was, um, was um, emptied of fish by Frodsham Town Council because residents and a certain councillor, and she's not here tonight, but I have discussed it with her that I would mention her name, Councillor Sutton, could have a quieter life because of noise and litter and verbal abuse. Also, delay tactics implemented by FTC so that Frodsham Festival this year couldn't take place again, giving residents in that area of Frodsham a quieter life. My argument is that Overton residents who have been experiencing these issues for 20 plus years should be treated in exactly the same way. I noticed from past minutes of July last year that Tracy Footed, along with FTC, were looking into issues surrounding the covenant on the land. What's happening with this as we are now nearly 10 months on with no developments? Seems to me at the moment that it's being conveniently forgotten. 
The last but one event held at The View, which was the Monday, it was Saturday before I came to the last meeting on the Monday. I actually got out of my bed at 3am in the morning, got dressed and stood on the junction of Hillside Road and Belmont Road, asking people, crowds of people who were leaving the event, just to show a little respect for local residents, for children and anybody who may be sleeping and needed to get up for work early or whatever it was. Not only was I verbally abused, I was told in no uncertain times it was nothing to do with me. Go away you old hag, we're having a good time, you're not, that's your problem, not mine. This is not acceptable in today's society. I have suggested to residents also recently who constantly suffer damage to property or vehicles to in future send all invoices for repairs to FC, FTC for reimbursement as this may actually prompt you to end this dispute on this development and if you've obviously got money to pay for a court injunction then a £100 wing mirror or a respray for a scratch on a door with a key or a can or a glass obviously is a few pence worth to you. So I would just like, please, to, can we have some sort of end on this dispute over the Forest Hills so that we can have a quiet life? The view itself looks an absolute eyesore. That building is a mess. And um, somebody was saying the day that there are going to be no more events held in this particular establishment. But as we all know, the 24th of June, there's another event taking place. So can, can we just have some you know, sort of solution to this and some end and at least some sort of continued correspondence through the meetings as to what's happening. There was supposed to be, I can, I'll read it to you, Mrs Footit read out a report to be circulated detailing the history behind the problems of the Covenant on Memorial Field and the potential development. Councillor Neil presented a report to be circulated which she had prepared following a detailed study of all the paperwork held in the office. It was agreed that FTC Chair, one councillor from each ward and Mrs Footit should meet to review all the information that was now available and to make proposals for any further future action. And if any work starts on the land in question before this issue is resolved, FTC should take out an injunction. Councillor Ashton explained that solicitor's advice had been dealt with under Part B, whatever Part B is I don't know, as it was advice specifically for FTC paid for by FTC. So what's happening, please? Well, the, the Part B thing is, is where it's sensitive information, so it's not discussed in public. Right. Um, and that is still where we're at. We're, we've not got a, uh, an injunction in the pipeline or anything like that. Get mm. Councillor Neil. Yeah, can I ask you, is your issue with the band or the nightclub? The issue is with the night. We're all happy right. that the planning application's taking place. But what I mean is, when the hotel was built, Part of the planning application was that he would take the nightclub down. He never did. When they built the extension to the Forest Hills, part of the application was he'd take the nightclub down. He never did. Further application to build on the memorial land, he'll take the nightclub down. So this has been going on for a long, long time. I do sympathise with you. But this nightclub should have been taken down when the first phase of Forest Hills was built. Well, I wasn't here then, so I can't um, comment. It was on Cheshire that. West and Chester's condition, yes. and the second one. <coughs> so this should have not even got this far for you, and I do sympathise with you. Right. Yeah. But it shouldn't have got this far. Yeah, we, we, we can't really discuss this any further because it isn't on the agenda. Um, 
all, all I can say is that the, the, the next stage for us as a council is informal negotiations with the owners, so that we, hopefully so that we can avoid an injunction and resolve matters. Yeah. And as soon as we can release any information about that into the public domain, we will do. Well, can we do something like as from tonight? Because we're all thinking 10 months on and still no, no results. Just say something. When you're dealing with these type of people that we're dealing with, every time we go it costs us money. Every time, <coughs> any from their side, that's why we've gone to negotiation. Unfortunately, until they come to us and say that they're ready to negotiate, we, there's very little we can do. And the other thing, and I know Cousin Buddy and Mrs Fussett, but when the council has somebody with so much information that we can call upon that Mrs. Foote had, it was absolutely imperative that we took what she said yeah. before we went into any negotiations. And the point that she made and the legal documents that she produced was invaluable to this council yeah. and we couldn't have gone forward without them. Well, if that's the case then, then the planning application should never have been passed if there was an issue around the land. Well, it went yes. to appeal, it's out of our It's out of our hands. Chester, Chester, Western Chester, just like the police. Um, that's it. I think we, we have to move on. And as far as the event that you mentioned in the end of June or July, 24th of June, I think. Perhaps yeah. um, your ward councillors might be able to help you out there, maybe have a meeting with PCSO, and see if there is anything that can be done to try and limit the noise and aggravation. Well, it's police things the problem. It's no disrespect to me, it's a marvellous job, but we haven't got any, have we? So we just have to struggle and sort things out. Can I just make a very quick point, please? Well, no, we've, we've brought the discussion well, to an end now. Well, if you say to it's actually not Frosham Town Council's fault, it's Cheshire West and Chester giving them the alcohol licence and Okay, uh, but we'll just have that conversation outside of the meeting, please. Okay. Can we move on, please? Agenda item 27, Finance Management, April. Would you like the Finance Report? This is the pink pages. Pink pages. Yeah, basically, we've only had the one month expenditure. Um, we've spent. Um, sorry, here. We've spent 40000 pounds and £94,061. We've received £225,311.43 and the bank reconciliation to the end of the week is £439,143.13 because we received the preset in April for the whole year. Um, in the first, in April, we've paid the £3,800 for work that was carried out on Manly Road Cots, which should have been paid at the end of in March because that's when the work was done but that had to be paid in April um, because of, we couldn't pay until the work was completed uh, and that will be accrued in the, the formal accounts that go to be audited. Anybody's got any questions? No. No, fine to me. them. Yeah. I'm going to propose a second and then. Yeah, I propose. I'll second. All those in favour? Yes. Um, and you will return section two accounting statement. Yeah. 
to agree that uh, this last years we've been scrubbing them out and I, I, I'm a bit concerned you see my, some of my figures might be wrong but I don't think I'm too far off I mean to say uh, you know I'm, uh, the balance uh, brought forward was 235,000 that was left in and now with the new preset being set and uh, an estimation of 2017 which makes it 298 for last year's total and we've got plus West Cheshire we're going to have nearly 533,000 I'm, I'm not oh well, 
No man where they get them from. That's well, that's that's for me to know, and that's why the clerk, the clerk and the chair, gives them us, and and it's up to you sit at home and and weigh them out, weigh them up. Well, I've asked I've asked the chairman, I've asked the chairman. I don't want to make a whole issue of it. I've asked the chairman, can I fetch it up at this financial and scrutiny committee? That's all, and then I'll point out to her. Yeah, you can raise anything to, on the finances at the finance scrutiny <coughs> committee. The, what we're looking at today is whether we're going to um, sign off this uh, section two of the accounting statement. Can I just ask a question whether that we've all had the same amount of time to go over this document, and that if we don't agree this document tonight, that it will mean an extra ordinary general meeting in June. Yes. You see, well, well, I mean, that we accept these figures. I'm quite happy to accept. Wait a, wait a minute, through you, Chair, to Councillor Brown. It's all right saying upset the, the I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm worried to make sure the council runs straight. What, what, cons what concerns me? If I'm unhappy inside, I know something. That's what I'm. You can't accept something that was given to me two days ago. And yet, it's in your good councillor's guidebook, and you can go home and read it, and it said we should have had these documents unsigned three days before this meeting. With the greatest, greatest yeah. respect, respect councillor Farrington, we can only get them when that we're, we're given them. I and know. I appreciate the fact that you want three days to read them. Correct. But on a document as much as important as this, I made it a first priority to read that document, and I'm prepared to put proposals that we accept them. Second. Well, it, can I say that before a vote's taken then? If, if, it, if it passes tonight, uh, all I say is that I still want it put in on the financial scrutiny. Yeah, okay. Well. So, all, anybody got anything else to say? Right, we've got a, can I just say something? If somebody's unhappy with it, don't you think that we should perhaps have another meeting about this? Well, I think it's about. Well, let's see how the vote goes. If enough people vote against it, then we will have another meeting. Um, so, all those in favour of the accepting the uh, Section 2 accounting statement?
um, to agree the move into office one and delegate the town clerk to sign the lease, to the license. Move that. Second. All those in favour? Have we got any costs for moving? We have. Did, um, you, did you note the results of that though? Hey, yes. Yeah. Um, the cost of, well, I've got three quotes for the removal firm. Two of them are £200 plus VAT, and the third one is £281.25 plus VAT. Um, so we'll need to decide between the two £200 one. One's based in Northwich, the other one's based in Witness. So I don't think you've got any preference. Northwich. What about rewiring and things like this and for, for all the equipment? The IT work. Which there won't, there's no rewiring because the, the sockets yeah, are already in the wall. The IT costs of moving are £276.25 plus VAT. And the cost of moving the photocopier, which we the firm that we lease it from have to move it, is £75 plus VAT. Yeah. Can I propose that we go with the Northwich quote, please? Yes, I'll second that. Keep it within this. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just ask Hazel, is this something that they will be able to do in one day? Yes. Um, so we need to make arrangements because obviously they'll, they'll be out of Yeah, we've, we've actually started boxing things up now ready. Um, you've given agreement for us to take the large storage unit so we'll be able to archive more um, yeah. of the paperwork that we have that we don't need to access all the time. And um, it'll basically just be moving chunky bits of furniture up the stairs because unfortunately the lift is of no use because it doesn't take you to the floor that we're on. Have we, have we got the big locker at um, H&L now? Uh, I haven't been organised it yet, but we, I will do. When Paul comes back off leave, I will go down and sort it out. Right. Okay. Okay. We may need to buy some extra shelving, Yeah. Uh, but I haven't costed yeah. that we've got, yet. We've got to have them to keep all our history yeah. shape. Do, do we have a proposed <coughs> date for that move? Um, I would like to go for it from the 1st of June, Yeah. Um, if at all possible. But it might yeah. slip slightly. Yeah. Um, I think Cheshire West and Chester will be amenable for us to move bits and pieces um, after the time we sign the lease. But the, the actual moving of the furniture will have to be on a set day. Obviously, yeah, sure. get set up in there. Okay, recommendation two to adopt the social media policy. Yes, this I'll move the that. Cheshire yeah. West one, site between. All those yeah. in favour? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, recommendation three to approve the guidance for the mayor's role. Now this was pretty much what we have always had in the standing orders appendix one. It's just been added to slightly to cover the safety and well-being of the junior mayors and yeah. something else. Um, can I just actually cross-reference this with the events protocol? Which I think is really quite interesting because if you look at your events protocol, and if you look at, if you go down it, um, this, all events should have an event plan, risk assessment, everything like that. And it said about point one, which is I think particularly, which I think should be tagged along to point two, point three on the mayor's uh, protocol, is that events run by FTC using public money should have a, an agreement at an appropriate committee. That's the way forward. Working group established to plan and run the event. Budget agreed. Budget. Uh, Timescale agreed. Regular reports to the appropriate committee. I think that should be tagged on to point two, point three. It's covered in the events protocol. 
No, but it's not covered. It's not covered in the mayor's prototype. It doesn't need to be. If, if it's tagged on there, it actually gives it cross reference, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Because it's a standalone policy. The two standalone policies. Says if you're yeah. using taxpayers' money, ratepayers' money, then you have to go through that process. But if you're not using taxpayers' money or precept, then you don't. No, no you're, you're quite right there, Clark. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So we. Uh, we're going with the, the new guidance. We're going to approve it. Yeah. All those in favour? Against? <coughs> Abstentions? Recommendation 4 to amend the standing order 3F to reduce the period designated for public participation at meeting. It was originally set at 30 minutes because our Cheshire West and Chester councillors um, gave their updates in that time. They now have their own slot on the agenda, yes. so we're reducing it to 20 minutes. Um, I, I think you should keep it at 30 minutes and just, um, you know, we, we, we want to encourage people to uh, <coughs> speak at Frodsham Town Council, not reduce the time they've got. And the can I say, Chair, the trouble is with that, when you've got three or four speakers here, you're here all night for quarter to eleven, you might as well order a takeaway. I move progress, Chair. Put down the agenda then. I think what we must remember, Chair, with the greatest respect, is that the public speaking time would be more well worth going to committees, because that's where the work is done, done. the ground roots. Because what you've got to remember, this is a council meeting, not a public meeting. We respect that our public have every right to say anything that's going about our agenda. But I think, like we've brought the lady from Howie Lane tonight, and she's gone home, because she'd be best speaking to the committee chairs, which would affect her the most. And I think to reduce it to 20 minutes is fair, because we've taken the Cheshire West and Chester councils out of it, and we would recommend highly to our public to go to the committee meetings where the work is done and they will then see at council meeting the recommendations that are made. Well, well I think 99% of the people in Frontier don't know about Frontier Town Council meetings. So I think probably 3,000% don't even know about committee meetings. Well, can I say, can I say through you, Chair, to, to Councillor Reynolds, uh, we, this council has put more notice boards up for members of the public whether it's Ashton Drive, whether it's in the medical centre, we've got more going now for us. And we I, we and do publicise it more on exactly. the website. On website, and you've got it all time. You should know that, you're on the bad email. I am. Maybe we should get webcasting. I'm not being up for many points, but I personally think it's 30 minutes. <laughs> No, I, I agree 30 minutes, but I, I, I see the point that Molly's um, making about, about the committees, but it's obviously not working. If people aren't coming to the committees, there's a reason why. With the why greatest, with the greatest respect, Councillor, and it's not very often I agree with Councillor Reynolds, but nobody knows about the committees, and when they are, I think we should publish those committees. And I think tonight's been a perfect example where people in Frodsham don't know where Cheshire West and Chester and Frodsham Town Council 
have the line which what we're responsible for and what they're responsible yeah. for and we are several times being banded as a bad council because we're not supporting people. I it's hope you're including me it's, in that. I do know where the lines are. It's that. out of our remit. Well, obviously you didn't because... I do know where the lines are. Well, you obviously didn't. And right. to be honest, you, you're fogging the line all the time. Can we... I had a councillor sitting next to me at the start of this meeting and I asked him, when do I get the opportunity to talk to you? We don't get a chance to talk to these people. The district councillors. We're very badly served by them, and we don't get the opportunity to question them like the question of you. Well, I do know where the, where the lines are to be drawn, but I'm just astounded that you sat back and accept, accepted that poor Neil is trying to find his own transport. But we didn't. And the poor fellow has to leave Frodham at 8 o'clock at night to sign off in the other side of Chester. He has to walk you can speak there is public speaking time at Cheshire West and Chester Council meetings so you are quite I able to go and speak to the them told me yeah. okay that's the appropriate place to go so have we got uh, are we going to have a vote on recommendation form please for about 20 minutes yes Against? Uh, recommendation five. So what was it? It was four seven against five and abstention one. So it's carried. For, for, it's four seven. Seven, four, five against and one abstention. Recommendation five to approve the protocol for public speaking at meetings. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, this is based pretty much think on the Cheshire West. Yeah. One but three. No. Yeah. All those in favour? Against? Abstentions? Our recommendation six. Yeah. Recommendation six to approve the ethics code for meetings. This is a suggestion because we we don't want to fall into the habit that um, has happened before, where meetings happen that other councillors don't know about. Proposed. Yeah. Second. Yes. Second. All those in favour. So that's PMP dealt with. Community committee to note the minutes of the meeting, the decision is taken under the recommendation. Yeah, I would just like with the permission of the chair and um, to put forward that we take Ship Street out of communities. It is no longer a playing field, it's become an asset. And as an asset, it should be moved to PMP. I'll second that. All those in favour? Against? And abstentions. 
right, so there are recommendations EP1, that's just happened, has it? Because just a note. Well, what I suggested when I sent it down to people was that if they have any objections, we should go to them this yeah. evening. All oh, right, yes. Anybody have any objections about the Hawthorne Hedge at Townfield Lane? Yeah. Happy for that to go ahead. Do we need a vote on it? Um, recommendation one. Um, uh, we, it was asked whether we should look at the threat of the sale of Park Lane Day area and it was felt that it would help the Park Lane group considerably if we removed that threat of the land being sold. Proposed. Aye. Second. All those in favour? Can I just say a couple of words about that very quick? It's been three and a half years of very difficult work with the previous council and I'd just like to say thank you to the Park Lane residents for all the support, to Councillor Alton, to Pat, to Councillor Alton's wife, to Tommy for his wise advice and thank you to this council for passing that motion. Thank you. Thank you. Recommendation two, um, the revised tenancy agreement uh, for the Red Lion Bowling Club. We've, uh, we've gone back to a form of tenancy that we had previously and the recommendation is that we delegate the town clerk to negotiate it. I'm sorry, yes. I think we have to I think we have to accept this because it's been long in the in the waiting and if we're just hanging our heads for it, I think we should accept it and go forward. Can I can, can I send chair, I think to you a letter be sent to him and uh, they come into the office to sign it. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Okay. Thank you. And hopefully that will be the end of our expensive legal activities on that. <coughs> Can we put the time scale on that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Not so. Yeah, we will sit on it again, but I think that might be very useful if you're giving us some of the Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, recommendation three. Um, we've now updated the uh, terms and conditions and the form for people wanting to use FTC land for any activities. So it's, uh, the recommendation is that we, you accept the, uh, the revised T's and C's. All those in favour? Against? Abstentions? Can I just say at this point that um, Neil raised it earlier about the uh, Major Mets um, event at the weekend. Um, they breached the conditions of their rental, which was that they should uh, produce a noise abatement plan, they should, uh, and that would include telling residents locally about the event, ensure that parking was controlled and there was no parking on Blue Hatch. Um, I think there was something else. Anyway, I've been in touch with the organiser this morning and told her, uh, and I'm hoping that you will agree, that we will not take any future bookings from her because she breached the conditions. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think that's very important as well because again, um, you know, we we've stressed that in the future. Uh, sorry, as you were in the past about parking on blue action. I know I made a strong point of that. 
Can I ask who takes the bookings? I do. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. no disrespect to clerk, to you chair, this is what I said before please. Mm. It's always been, it's always been put on the agenda for all the councillors to decide. And I'm sorry, I want to take it off the clerk, the responsibility. She's got enough to do and I, anybody who makes an application, must come to this council and this councillors decide. Um, in an ideal situation, in an ideal world, that would be fine. Unfortunately, we've now gone to two monthly meetings. These people, we are going to kill Frodsham from bringing anybody in to run an event. And I think, I've learned by my mistake, I know what I did, I put my hand up, and we can only go forward on that, but to stifle by not allowing our legal officer to have the right to say we hire or we don't. I think, Frank, with the greatest respect to you, and I, I bow sometimes, but unfortunately on this with another hat on, we can't stifle events coming to Frodsham, and they need time scales, and they won't wait two months for approval. No, maybe, maybe not then. Well, we'll have a, we'll have a working party to see to it because through you, Chair, in a proper manner, I'm saying to, I'm saying to you, it's not worth, it's not right for one person to take all that full responsibility on, and it's never occurred before. Can I just suggest that we do it to community rather than to council? Sorry, community. But I, that, I don't care as long as if, if they want to take it on board, fair enough. But it shouldn't be you getting a dagger in your back every time this what's happened. And it's not fair to these councillors neither to be shouted at in the street. I, I think, um, I think whenever, whenever the community association want to take a book in, something that is going to remove their car park from use for the visitors to park on, then we, we do need to know how to, because that was the problem. Their car park was taken up with all the double-decker buses. We're, we're, we're being asked by the fracking division to support them, no fracking on our land, and yet we're letting this occur, rowdism, and parking in front of people's property is putting money into it. It's wrong, and it shouldn't be left to one person. Okay, right, recommendation for the event protocol. If I may have a word on this. Again, I reiterate, it's great having a protocol and a procedure, but we mustn't stifle. If our new mayor wants to go and organise an event, and uh, it doesn't need this, that and the other. Does he need to come back to this council for permission? And the answer in general mayor is no, he doesn't. If you start putting an events protocol, we will bleed Frodsham from any outside events coming <coughs> to use our facilities. Darts in the, in the uh, leisure centre, who knows, a horse show here, a horse show there, wherever. I think it, we've got to remain as open as we were, and if you want to put stipulations and guidelines, then be very careful because otherwise we could be absolutely letting nobody come to Frodsham. Outdoor theatre has been spoke about coming to Castle Park and many other things, and I would be just ask councillors to be wary of this protocol. Is, is, sorry, the protocol is only for events that are being organised yeah. by... 
Yeah. Council. Oh, yes, that's that's a different matter. That's a yeah. different matter when there's public money involved. But I, I support Councillor Malley for the simple reason: ever from day one since it's been made, even when it was chair of a parish, they always made like pigeon shooting or whatever. They went off in the wrong tandem and did the wrong thing. Thank you, Councillor. So. Oh, we're going. All those in favour adopting this protocol? Is this the one whereby we, we take it to communities? It's only taken to communities now. Well, this is this is just a protocol for when someone wants to organise an event, either us or somebody wants to use our land. But does this, does this cut across what does this cut across what, what Frank's saying about the fact that it should actually have the it should actually have the uh, have the committee or it should actually have the councillors deciding on it we rather than being put down to your to your we can add something into the protocol to, well, to match we, what we've just agreed on that it will go to community. Well, then we need it to be added first before we agree it, don't we? Don't we need to have, don't we need to agree the wording because we're just going to be voting on something. And then we're going to be sort of saying, well, you know, we've already voted on the first one. Yeah. We can, I'll take mm -hmm. it back and I'll put a timetable on the back which explains that when you put your yeah. application, it'll be considered by the council. It'll be a sentence that's added to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, we're doing on committees, working groups now. Agenda item 29. 29.1. Oh, sorry, yes. Um, we had the cemetery committee meeting on Friday. It's not on the agenda. Um, so the, the question is, would the council be amenable to um, looking at the cemetery committee minutes tonight because there's a recommendation that would be rather helpful to... It's not on the agenda, though, is it? It's just that it will hold the, uh, the development phase of the cemetery of the street, leave it for um, yeah, but I think if the chair wants to bring an item onto the agenda, she can do in chair to Well, if we say we have an agenda, because we keep on being yeah, told, okay, we can't answer it. Okay, it doesn't matter. They want to do it, we won't do it. Yeah, but all right. Yeah. Once we've got the recommendation, we've got time to go along. Yeah, really. Yeah. We have. It's just to employ the, um, the design of, to, you know, to give them the go-ahead for the next stage, because it's, it'll hold up. But we're not discussing it, are we? Okay. Um, working groups then. World War One commemorative working group. Do you note the minutes of the meeting held in the of April? There's a recommendation in it. Mayor, have the council's chair to give me leave to make an announcement on the working group for the World War One. Can we do the recommendation? Yeah, The recommendation is that they want to spend £1,150. Uh, plus VAT for fully cleaning and sealing the memorial, this is at St Lawrence's Church, and £900 plus VAT for raking out existing mortar joints and repointing them. And this is permission to spend it from the, from their budget, their current, the, this year's budget, mm -hmm. which will virtually wipe out the whole of their budget. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I'm not against it, Chair. But what protection have we got from uh, the grey slate because it's in appalling condition? Are you talking about the St Lawrence's one or the one at oh, on the hill? Uh, this St. is St Lawrence's. Lawrence's. It's the one in the, in, sure. in the churchyard. Yeah. This is the one in St Lawrence's churchyard. <coughs> the, the problem is if we give them the go-ahead to spend this now, there's <coughs> no budget left for the rest of the year. Well, we can do it on the condition that they understand that there's no budget left for the rest of the year. Can I ask, Gerard, have they explored whether there's, there's grant aid available for that? Because is there not a sort of cenotaph commission type thing? There's, they, World War, uh, there's War Memorial Trust. Mm. Shall I speak to them about that before you make the yes, decision? Yes, yeah. yeah, I think that would be worth it. Yeah. And we have it put on the next agenda, please. Yeah. Okay, Councillor Colton, did you want to say something? Yes, luckily enough, over the weekend, the um, past mayor's coffers have been. Um, expanded, so I have pleasure in announcing that I propose out of the Mayor's charity to give £500 to the World War I Committee for the replenishment of the War Memorial in St Lawrence's. Okay. 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 Thank you, Molly, that's a lovely gesture. Twenty nine point two neighbourhood <coughs> steering group to note the minutes of the meeting held on the twentieth of April and the fourth of May. Yeah. I think there's a third one as well. Yeah. Yes, it was. Is there anything that needs saying on those? <coughs> uh, no, not really. We're all happy questions. No, no. While we're on that subject, can I remind through you, Chair, to Councillor Jones, um, I did ask for the accounts, but um, I've not received them <coughs> from the youth. No, we're not talking no, about the Oaks Frank. This is the neighbourhood plan. Oh, neighbourhood. Yeah. yeah. How much? It's not just in the minutes. Just noting the minutes, right, that's all. Agenda item 30, office accommodation. I think we've probably done yeah. this now. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. else to add. Um, agenda item 31, Howie Lane. Um, now the ladies. Referred, uh, referred to yeah, committee. Oh, we've got to decide yet which committee is going to take it on. Um, agenda item 32, Godscroft Lane, to agree to match from that. That was covered at PMP, wasn't it? Or, yeah, oh, yeah. It was, yes. Yeah. 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 Is, this, is this statute for the 40 mile an hour? Um, 20. 20. 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah. 40, it's reduced from 60 to 40. Yeah. This is what we said was. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's been reduced from 60 to 40. That's what the Cheshire West are proposing. Yeah, well, in, in actual fact, um, I, I actually sort of think that that, that, that really is going to encourage people to speed up on that road, I think. If you can talk to that no, that's, that, that's what we'd said. Tom would say it wasn't, yeah, the, the committee, wasn't worth it. The committee didn't support the proposal too no, much from no. it anyway. So. It was discussed at community. Yeah. 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 No, we're not uh, gender item 33, um, our back councillors have gone. Yeah. Yes. Um, gender item 34, chair's report. I only have Mally's and Pathfair's um, report on his fund. As uh, most of you know, I've looked after the money for the year. Um, 
giving uh, it to into the council as and when to go into the bank accounts. I'm very pleased to say that, and this is only a draft report because there's still money to come in, Mally's raised a fantastic £7,537 so far. He's just got another cheque from Councillor Pennington. And um, as you know, Mally had two, his two main charities were St Lawrence's Parish Church and Throgham Community Association. So he's done good works there, given him a nice chunk of money. You've got the report there. Um, Mally decided that the junior mayor should choose two charities and it was left entirely up to them. And they went for cancer charities because one of their um, teachers has recently suffered from cancer and they also chose a children's charity. A couple of uh, charities that Mally um, personally liked, Zodiac Andram and Spirit of the Herd because he's loved ponies. And you will see that all of the remaining donations support youngsters across the community. Um, he's had a lot of support from Helsing High School with his events. And uh, we've got a lot of youngsters that are going out into the big wide world to do things Borneo and Norway. And then Weaver Vale Primary School, which is close to our hearts, they have a fantastic autistic unit there. Yeah. So the parents are benefiting from that. Um, you've got a list there of where all the money's come from, you've got a list of where it's going to. And on the back, you've got a lot of local companies and individuals and organisations that have helped Mali to raise this money. So I'd just like to commend you, Mally, you've done a fantastic job. And when we've got all of the money in, I'll update this report. Yeah. Could I just ask, um, I give my vote of thanks to you um, for administering the fund and Hazel um, for allowing us to do it in the way that we have. Um, there will be another cheque going out to Father Michael Mills, whose father passed away um, tragically last week and he's asked for donations to the children's charity and that's why I declared an interest because I intend a further £100 to be sent to Father Michael Mills on behalf of Frogham Town Council in memory of his father. Um, and last but not least, any monies then that will come into the chair and come into Frogham Town Council will go to the parish hall for new blinds. Thank you very much and thank you for all the help that you've given me. Um, I've had a difficult time. There has been innuendo and assumption and you know what we do with those. And if anybody's got anything to say, I'd be very grateful. Thank you, Well done. What was the total that you gave out? Oh, sorry. Um, the, we'll give you a copy. It's 7,537 at the moment. It will be more. Oh, and by the way, Frodsham have got um, a beautiful mosaic valued at £5,000 that has been put in St Lawrence's and I would love to invite the Mayor to be able to come and see the hanging and we have a new poem called Spirit of Frodsham which the History Society, Frodsham Community Centre and the church will be getting copies. These are a legacy that are to be left. Thank you, Molly. So, where are we up to now? That's uh... Yeah, over to our new Not a great lot to be Right, okay, then over to you, Hazel. I haven't got anything to add. Good, Good. Date of the next meeting, Monday the 24th of July. We will meet at 7 o'clock. Yeah, right.
Yeah. Um, have we got a part B? Anything to discuss on part B? They were just there when no. we needed them. So I'm closing the meeting then. Yeah. Thank you. Well done, sir.